A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. On Saturday the 22nd, our very own Buck Baloo will be inducted into the inaugural Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame class. It's another prestigious honor for Buck, and everyone in the Fan family couldn't be prouder. Congratulations, Buck, from everyone at The Fan. Show here on the fan 680 and 93.7 streaming at 680 thefancom Get that fan mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming and let them wow you. We are live at Bears Best in Duluth at the annual Trade Partners charity golf tournament sponsored by Ashton Woods and Starlight Homes, raising money for our great friends at Camp Twin Lakes as well as Home Aid Atlanta. And apparently we've got a little freeze warning underway today. A little chilly outside. That ball's not traveling real far right now in the practice tee. But a big crew has surfaced here ready to support the cause and play some golf here. I played recently a couple of weeks ago here at Bears Best Atlanta and Swanee. And, man, it was in tremendous shape. Looking to play some great golf. Give them a call and get on out here. Got Harper here running the show as the locker room show has uh, cleared out. Left some breakfast behind today. Boys quite busy this morning. A lot of them playing in this golf tournament today as they get the hoodies on. All right, so let's get it started. Nernie uh, back at the studio with uh, Derek Thomas. I saw Road Dog in the parking lot. He's making sure you were here on time, right, Harper? All right, Grad, uh, glad to be ready to go on this Wednesday. Let's get it started, Nernie. Bucks Big Take. All right, I've been hard on uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. this season about, well, his toughness or the lack thereof. Ronald proved to me otherwise when he uh, took that pitch off the elbow and stayed in the game. And if you recall, the ne- very next day said I wouldn't be questioning Ronald Acuna's toughness anymore. Now, Ronald has taken on some criticism about that inside-the-park home run by the Phillies catcher, Rio Muto, in the NLDS for not backing up a ball hit to left center field that ricocheted off the wall and got by Harris and rolled back over toward right field. A lot of criticism raining down on Ronald Acuna Jr., and I believe the criticism is ridiculous, is what I believe. Now, I'm a former professional baseball outfielder, played in the minor leagues, and I believe the criticism is unwarranted. It was an unexpected ricochet off the wall, 
And Ronald uh, was slowly jogging over toward that area, which is exactly what I would have done as a professional baseball player. And if you think I'm being ridiculous, then consider this. Why is it when a ball is hit to right center field, you don't see the left fielder chasing over towards center field in case there's a ricochet? No, the left fielder is backing up third base on a potential throw to third base. I rest my case. Unwarranted criticism coming down on Ronald Acuna Jr. Wasn't a lazy play. He was not loafing. He was doing exactly what most every professional outfielder would do. So enough already. The Big Take brought to you by the Haug Baron Law Group, champions of personal injury law. More at championshiplaw.com. All right, coming up in the final segment of the show today, it's time for you to take the wheel. Infinity of Gwinnett wants you to drive the content as you get to decide what we talk about in the final segment of the show. Call in now at 404-231-1680, the number. Presented by Infinity of Gwinnett. Empower the talk. Empower the drive. And uh, we are uh, now uh, waiting on uh, Charlie Ward. And he is ready, I'm told. Let's go to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Bring on... The 1993 Heisman Trophy winner, Charlie Ward, going in the Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame in the inaugural class. Coming up on Saturday, Charlie, great of you to spend some time with us today. Oh, my pleasure. I appreciate you having me on, and congratulations to you. Thanks so much, Charlie. You're the pride of Thomasville. Talked to one of my old teachers and coaches overnight about you coming on the show today. Uh, John Booth was his name who uh, uh, taught history at Valdosta High and was a, a coach. And, and he was so happy to hear you were uh, uh, being inducted into the Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame coming up on Saturday. Uh, what was your reaction, Charlie? Um, <clears throat> well, it was a great honor, for sure, to be recognized, you know, for the inaugural class, um, high school, um, I looked at the list, and there's quite a few <clears throat> college All-Americans on there, um, NFL Hall of Famers, and just a lot of uh, class uh, football players and people. And so I was grateful to be able to be in that number. What are your memories of, of playing at Thomas County Central uh, in that Yellow Jacket program? As you look back on those days, what are the good memories you have? Well, every memory is a good memory, whether it's, uh, you know, something that, that's bad uh, because those are kind of what helps shapes you to be the person that you are. And um, But, you know, us having some great quality games against uh, our rival, Thomasville, you know, those games are always uh, fun to be a part of. One, because you got an opportunity to play in front of the whole town and uh, secondly, you plan and competing against uh, a lot of your best friends. And so those are always uh, fun games. And, you know, us making it to the semifinals my junior and senior year um, and not being able to finish the deal as far as uh, we lost to Worth County twice uh, both of those years. Uh, but those are great memories, just the run that we had to get there. Uh, always, uh, you know, fun. 
Yeah, you were the state 87 state offensive player of the year, one of those AJC preseason Super 11 players. And as you mentioned, back-to-back uh, state semifinal appearances in 86 and 87. And then you took your game down to Florida State. Uh, Charlie, take us back to the recruiting that you went through there at Thomas County Central and then how you made that decision to go to Florida State. Uh, well, actually, my state decision to go to Florida State came down to two two teams, uh, two schools. Uh, that was University of Georgia and Florida State. And um, I chose Florida State because Coach Bobby Bowden um, had allowed Brad Johnson to play quarterback um, and basketball. And so those are the two positions and two sports I wanted to play. And, and so I, that's how... It all came down, but uh, I was recruited, I guess, like most people back during that time um, that had, you know, preseason and postseason uh, awards. And, you know, I was grateful for all for all those that, you know, gave my opportunity to be able to um, see their colleges. You know, Auburn was another school that was in the mix, Georgia Tech as well. So, you know, those were great quality schools, and I appreciate, you know, them um, at least giving an opportunity. Charlie, I was always a fan of yours, drawn to you. I was a two-sport athlete, too, playing football and baseball and complicated the uh, recruiting process a little bit. Not all the, the coaches uh, of the teams recruiting me were going to allow me to play baseball, so they were easily eliminated from the process. That two-sport thing, not not real easy. You seem to conquer it pretty well playing basketball and football. Uh, what's the message to those young players listening right now that want to play two sports? And we're seeing a lot of these coaches these days, Charlie, they, uh, they're not really in favor of that. They, most of them seem to want you to play one sport year round. Yeah, I understand the thought process uh, behind, you know, the coaches, um, wanting to do that because it does give you an advantage from a coach's standpoint that you can implement um, your system. Um, and you have those guys you're around to be able to make it happen. However, we're not, that's not our only business. Our business is to be able to help student athletes develop and grow and for them to have fun. You know, I always encourage our kids, uh, the ones that play one sport, <clears throat> now that I'm coaching basketball or even football, to play multiple sports um, because it gives them a little bit more balance um, and some opportunities to, to develop and grow in a competitive spirit um, and also be around new teammates. Um, and I think that's very beneficial. But, you know, if someone chooses to, if a player chooses to play one sport, uh, my encouragement to them is you got to be the best at it. So uh, you can't come back the same person each and every year. You have to put the time and energy in if you want to be the best. Um, and even if you don't want to go to college, it doesn't really matter. It's about, you know, building good habits you know, for, for, you know, life. And so work ethic, discipline, commitment, all those things, you know, go hand in hand with uh, being successful in, in all areas of life. Charlie Ward joins me on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Line. Charlie going into the Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame inaugural class coming up this weekend and remains the only Heisman winner to play in the NBA. 
Uh, Charlie, what about FSU? It looks like they're trending back up. That must make you feel good. Uh, yes, Coach Norville and his staff are doing a great job of, uh, you know, just building a, a great culture, um, one that, you know, kids want to be a part of. And, you know, I, I get an opportunity to see it you know, on a daily basis or be able to communicate with the coaches on a daily basis just to um, see what's going on. And I'm enjoying, you know, just watching the process. We've dropped the last three, uh, but it gives you, you know, great uh, pleasure to be able to see them competing um, and, you know, in all of the games and have an opportunity to win all the games. And and at some point, you know, you'll be able to overcome um, and win those, you know, big close games. And so, you know, we're looking forward to, you know, the rest of the season, but definitely enjoying the process of uh, how we're competing this year. Charlie, what college quarterback do you enjoy watching play these days? Got a lot of outstanding guys out there. Stroud, you got Bryce Young, uh, Hooker's playing at a high level. I'm uh, enjoying watching Stetson Bennett play at a high level. Who who are some of the guys you, you enjoy watching playing? Uh, well, you name, you know, quite a few of them. And um, I like pretty much all those guys that you talked about. Um, one of the things I admire most um, is just regardless of who it is, um, you know, DJ uh, from Clemson played well. Uh, he's been playing well. Um, I'm, I'm an ACC guy. Um, and so it's just uh, I just like seeing good quarterback play, uh, meaning, you know, moving in the pocket, uh, manipulating the pocket, making good decisions with the football, uh, being able to run, be dynamic in that area. And so, you know, one of the guys that really stands out to me, and, and I got on to him spend some time with him this summer a little bit, was uh, is Bryce Young and how he's able to play at such a high level. Um, and he's not a very big guy. Um, and, and just his ball placement, his understanding of how to – uh, manipulate the pocket, you know, just he's very aware. And I just like to see uh, those types of uh, guys play. And so quite a few guys out there that's doing really, really well. Um, but Bryce Young is the one that I, I admire because he doesn't have all the measurables when when you start looking at, you know, size and all those types of things. But what he does have is the will to win and playmaking ability, and that's kind of what you need. Pride of Thomasville, Charlie Ward. Charlie, it was great having you on today. Again, congratulations on the big honor, and look forward to seeing you Saturday. Yes, sir. Look forward to it, and uh, congratulations to you again as well. Thanks, Charlie. We appreciate you, man. Charlie Ward going in the Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame this weekend, and we're broadcasting live from Swanee today. It uh, bears best Atlanta, the annual trade partners charity golf tournament sponsored by Ashton Woods and Starlight Homes to benefit Camp Twin Lakes. We love them and we appreciate them. We uh, coming back on the other side. We got Chris Mortensen hanging out. We'll run through the NFL and the college football scene is the Buck Baloo show here on the fan 680 and 93.7. 
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. We're live at Bears Fest Atlanta in Swanee for the big annual uh, Trade Partners Charity Golf Tournament sponsored by Ashton Woods and Starlight Homes, benefiting our friends at Camp Twin Lakes as well as Home Aid Atlanta. Great having Charlie Ward on. And it's uh, awesome, too. we got the Georgia-Florida game coming up, and Arnett's Chop Shop in Chambly is throwing a big tailgate for the biggest college football game of the year, Georgia-Florida. You'll take in the big game on big screens, enjoying big game eats and a big open bar at Arnett's version of the cocktail party. Listen to my show all week for your shot at a pair of tickets to the big tailgate at Arnett's. We'll give two away right now at 404-231-1680, the number. VIP access opens at 2. General admission attendees getting starting uh, get in starting at 3, and the party goes on to the final whistle. Got to be 21 or older to win in Arnett's Chop Shop going big. We'll give away two tickets to that big event right now. And we'll also go to Chris Mortensen right now. The best NFL insider in the business is only on the fan. This is ESPN's NFL insider, Chris Mortensen. ESPN's Chris Mortensen joins us on the truest on up NFL insider. That's who he is on the Hobson and Hobson newsmaker line. Uh, Mort, how's it going today, brother? It's going. Uh, looking forward to another uh, slate of games coming up. Owners meeting uh, in New York, uh, creating a little bit of buzz with Jim Mercy coming out, at least on the record, about the status of Dan Snyder as the Washington football team, a Washington Commanders team owner. And then, uh, you know, a few other haymakers landed yesterday. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you, but, Daniel uh, Snyder, uh, he's saying he's got dirt on all these guys. I would imagine Ursay, he's got some on him, too. Yeah, well, it, no, here's why Ursay could speak out. All his dirt is in the open. All the skeletons are out of his closet. <laughs> and he he doesn't care. I, honestly, I do know Jim. I've known him a long time. And he just doesn't care because there's nothing to see. Everything is out there. Uh but uh, at the same time, there's a process here because there is a league commission investigation. Nothing is going to happen until the results of that uh, investigation come in. Maybe it comes in by the next owner's meeting in December. But even then, there will be a legal bat- battle uh, that it, you know, goes back and forth. And most fans don't care, uh, even though, uh, even though Dan- Daniel Snyder has been a-, a big name there. And, you know, really, uh, I still think we're focused uh, on the games because the season is shaping up uh, at this point as different than a lot of people uh, saw it coming. 
Yeah, a lot of great storylines out there. I, I sort of like how the NFL's come around on this trade deadline thing. It used to be sort of a non-story. And, you know, uh, yeah. when we look at Major League Baseball, it's huge, obviously. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, his name keeps surfacing there. What do you think? You think the uh, Panthers unload him? I think they would like to unload him for a nice package of draft picks, and that's going to be the issue. His salary is actually very manageable for teams. And I, I think there will be some action there. I mean, there's been speculation about whether it would be the 49ers, uh, you know, because he, he played at Stanford, uh, and, and speculation about the Chiefs. They just cleared some cap space by uh, restructuring Travis Kelsey's uh, con- uh, contract. Although, some, you know, the, the, the fun that people are having is could it be Odell Beckham Jr.? Uh, and, and, and listen, Buffalo's looking at it, but I don't. I don't think so because the. Some, I do believe it's it's legit, but you're going to have to be willing to pay what the Panthers want, and it's not going to be first round draft pick, as you know. Yeah, see, the Panthers already have nine pits uh, picks in, in the upcoming draft. Looking at a, a few more and. You know, they might find a team out there more that might be interested in adding a running back that, that will play in half the games during the course of the season. More, what about you Dak? Is he back on Sunday? He just said it all. What was that about Sunday? <laughs> Is Dak Prescott back in there taking snaps on Sunday? Uh, I think it's about 80% certain that he is. I mean, uh, you know, Mike McCarthy and, and the medical people really want to see him go through this practice today and tomorrow you know in terms of seeing it's going to be it's going to be more competitive you know, there's more bodies around him and uh you know the handoffs will be for real and so all he's really done is basically show in on individual uh on air and so it's not now they don't hit the quarterback in practice you know, but people can come close to you and you want to see how a guy reacts to that is is the grip really going to sustain itself the grip on the football that is uh, but yeah, I think the anticipation is that he'll he'll practice, and you know I don't think they'll hesitate to, to hold him out if they think there's a risk for a long-term injury here. Uh, so that's that, that's the way that one looks. More you mentioned and, right uh, off the top. I need to I need to brag a little bit real quick. Okay, I have a group of guys, including a couple of uh, team GMs, that I pick games with. We don't make them public. We just pick games on Friday <laughs> or Thursday. But I blew him away when I picked this parlay. The Jets to win in Green Bay. Oh, wow. The Giants to beat the Ravens. Wow. And the big one that they all laughed at, especially, actually, they laughed at two of the three. The big one they laughed at was the Falcons over the 49ers. Yeah, and you mentioned I, off the top there are a lot of... Like a lot of surprises out there, and certainly the Falcons are one of them when people are talking about some of the teams not expected to do much that are uh, playing some pretty good football right now. Falcons are a surprise. Well, they, they are, but they're doing something that people think is, well, first of all, they're in the right conference, I hate to say it. The division, all of a sudden, don't we now look at them and say, man, what if, if Mariota stays healthy? Uh, certainly, Arthur Smith, the head coach, has their attention. I think that uh, Mike Tomlin said something yesterday that's very interesting. They asked him about you know, what Brian Flores has brought, brought to the team. He says, look, he says, what I look for in coaches is are they able to convey what they're teaching 
so that the players can learn it and then execute it. In other words, it's still about teaching. I think Arthur Smith is that kind of guy and has that kind of staff. And then also adapting to what you have on personnel. So this is a running football team. And I'll be honest with you, most teams don't go in that direction. So if you can run it and pass just effectively enough, obviously play defense, tough game at Cincinnati. Uh, you know, the Bengals to me uh, are going to be, should be improving as the season goes on, but it's, it's, it's a game the Falcons can win. It's just that they're going to have to go out there and play, uh, you know, a, a great game. I think. Mort, I'll make my picks coming up on Friday. Uh, one in college football, one in the NFL. You got some advice for me here? I mean, you're red hot. Well, uh, actually, I expect to have a down week after being red hot last week. <laughs> so, I know, I know how that goes. Chris Mortensen, our truest on-up NFL insider, joined us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Mort, <laughs> always enjoy having you on every week, man. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. All right, you got it, but Take care. Chris Mortensen getting it done for us, man. Always great having him on. Let's bounce around the college football scene for a little bit. Got some big games around uh, college football. And the Volunteers are busy coming off that big win over Alabama, taking on Tennessee Martin this weekend. That should be a bloodletting going on there. The Vols are the only team in college football to beat four ranked teams this season. They took down Pitt, Florida, LSU, and now Alabama. And maybe this is why David Pollock has put Tennessee number one. They've done more than every other team in college football. Speaking of Alabama, they have not lost back-to-back games in the regular season in 15 years. It's been a minute as they travel to uh, Starkville, to, uh, well, taking on Mississippi State and Tuscaloosa uh, this weekend. Don't expect them to lose that one. Why uh, have they struggled a little bit this season? Too many penalties for Nick Saban's team. And that loss to Tennessee, 17 penalties in the game, which is a new Alabama record. In fact, they broke that record twice this season. Had 15 penalties against the Longhorns in Austin, and then they turned around and broke that record with 17 against Tennessee. So what is Saban doing? You know he's addressing it. He says they're just going to make them more accountable in practice. If we catch you holding, get off the field more accountable sort of like here at 680 the fan uh, Auburn they've lost three in a row Brian Harson, uh, the decision coming down on him may have already been made he may already know that he won't be back next season uh, but uh, the word on the street uh, on the plains at least is that he will play out he will coach the remainder uh, part of this this season, finish out the season. They got to hire an athletic director first over there on the plains. Harson's Tigers three and nine in their last twelve games. That'll get you fired at Auburn. And how about this? One of the reasons why they've been losing personnel is one matter, which relates to recruiting or the lack thereof. And then uh, Auburn, they, they've had their turnover margin is minus sixteen. Now, there are 131 teams in college football, and they are the worst 
and turnover margin. Minus 16. Mm. That is, uh, as Charles Barkley would say, that's terrible. Uh, The worst in college football. My goodness. And there you go. That's us bouncing around for you for a minute there. We've got plenty of college football on this show every single day. And uh, high school football on Friday nights powered by Georgia Power all season long. We're going to bring you the best action from around the state. Tune in to Extra 106.3. And they are Atlanta's conservative news and talk. Or download that extra app and listen in every Friday night for the game of the week. This week we got Carrollton taking on Westlake. Kickoff at 7.30 after the ball game. Tune in to the Georgia High School Scoreboard Show with Westy and Mooney Ham. Get scores and updates. From around the state, Friday night football game of the week and Georgia High School scoreboard show are powered by Georgia Power and presented by Truist, Marco's Pizza, University of West Georgia, and Fox 5 Atlanta. Nernie, I got to squeeze in a nugget. I I didn't get all that college football out. Mm, Tasty. Time for the College Football Nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. We're a little past halfway as far as the college football season goes. And let's take a look at the Heisman watch right now because Hendon Hooker is surging big time. Coming off that win over Alabama where he had five touchdown passes. And that was without his go-to wide receiver, Cedric Tillman. Hooker now, as far as the Vegas odds go, number two. Behind C.J. Stroud, the Ohio State quarterback. Hooker now, number two as far as the odds go. Look out for Hooker. Take down Georgia. I bet he passes C.J. Stroud. He's the favorite to win the Heisman Trophy. And there's your college football nugget today. Hey, stay tuned for Nick and Chris coming up. They got the business of sports segment each week on the fan, and that's presented by Southern Company. Man, if this impacting business in Atlanta and the local sports scene, we've got it covered. That's the business of sports presented by Southern Company, building the future of energy in all the communities that they serve. Let's get to the Bulldog Roundtable. Is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25, 20, far sideline, 15, 10, 5. Get in there. Touchdown. Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union. Haug Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, Stat Hero, T-Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Quarterback talk on the show today. We should have done the quarterback club. Just done it for the entire 40 to 42 minutes of content on Chase this show. Chase on in the club. We could have done it, brother. If the dogs are going to win the SEC and then advance to the playoffs and have a shot to run it back, as far as the natty goes, they're going to have to beat some of the top quarterbacks in college football here uh, down the stretch. I mean, think about it. You got, you got. Uh, Richardson down there at Florida that was highly thought of coming into the year. Now, he's a big-time running back playing the quarterback position, so they'll have to defend the quarterback run down in Jacksonville. 
And then coming up after that, you got Hendon Hooker, as I just mentioned, number two as far as the Heisman odds go. And if you look at the total QBR stat in college football, Hendon Hooker, number two, right there. Stroud, number one, Hooker, number two. So the dogs are going to have to handle uh, Hendon uh, Hooker there coming up in a couple of weeks. Advance to the SEC title game, you got to take down Bryce Young. Number eight in total QBR this year. So there's another top ten rated quarterback. Get to the playoffs. Well, you got C.J. Stroud or maybe Caleb uh, Williams that you're going to have to deal with, too. Will Levis at Kentucky. You've got him coming up on the schedule here in a few weeks. So tell you what, the dogs, if they're going to do what they want to do, man, that defense is going to have to keep doing what they've already done. Now, they hadn't faced the quality of quarterbacks here early in the year that they're going to face here down the stretch. And you look at the <clears throat> Bulldog defense, they've allowed quarterbacks that they've played so far this year to complete only 54% of their passes. 54%. These days, man, if you're under 65%, something's wrong. And also, these opposing quarterbacks facing this Georgia defense, 5.4 yards per attempt. And that is, uh, that's really low, folks, 5.4 yards per attempt. Really, really low. So how's Georgia on defense? How are they doing it? Well, I believe you're seeing Georgia defensively playing a lot of uh, high percentage of zone coverage. So they're not giving up these deep balls very often. You don't see a lot of blitz and man-to-man coverage. Seeing a lot of uh, safeties deep and, and playing a lot of zone coverage. Maybe they're saving that blitz for these top quarterbacks they're going to be facing the remainder of the season. We'll keep an eye on that. If you're wondering about Stetson Bennett and the total QBR thing, he's number 11. Stetson playing at a high level, too. And there's your college uh, or your Bulldog roundtable today. It's time for the Bulldogs to start beating some of these top quarterbacks in college football. All right, you're going to drive the content in the next segment. You'll find out what that is as we come back on the other side. Live at uh, Bears Best Atlanta in Swanee at the annual Trade Partners Charity Golf Tournament, sponsored by Ashton Woods and Starlight Homes. <clears throat> They're raising money for our friends at Camp Twin Lakes as well as Home Aid Atlanta. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Blue Show here on the fan 680 and 93.7. We're coming uh, live today at Bears Best Atlanta at the annual Trade Partners Charity Golf Tournament sponsored by Ashton Woods and Starlight Homes. 
seventh year of this fundraising event, which raises money for our great friends at Camp Twin Lakes, as well as Homemade Atlanta, which builds new lives for families and individuals experiencing homelessness throughout greater Atlanta. So uh, heart going out to those folks. Just a, a great event going on here to learn more about today's event and to see how you can donate to these two great Atlanta charities. Go to awtradepartners.com. That's awtradepartners.com to make donations. Or you can check it out via the 680 The Fan website. Hope you'll be a part of it. All right, so the final segment of the show on Wednesday, we'll let our listeners dictate what we're going to talk about, our Infinity of Gwinnett Drive, the content segment, and guess what they want to talk about today? Nerney, they want to talk Falcons football, baby. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. Falcons, a six-and-a-half-point underdog. In Cincinnati, coming up this weekend, taking on the Bengals. And Dean P's defense, man, been so proud of these guys and the way they've been playing. They are definitely in the spotlight coming up on Sunday because of some cornerback issues that we've got going on. Casey Hayward out for the season. And looks like second-year man Darren Hall will be inserted at that cornerback spot opposite of A.J. Terrell, who's got a little bit of a tight hamstring. I don't think it's serious. I would expect Terrell to be out there on the field in Cincinnati on Sunday. Keep your fingers crossed on that one because the Falcons are going to face a quarterback-wide receiver combo that is as good as any quarterback-receiver combo in the National Football League. You got the uh, championship quarterback Joe Burrow. And you got Jamar Chase, who are just uh, victimizing the rest of the National Football League. Bengals' offensive line, which was a problem, a little bit of a problem a year ago. I know they had a great season, but they uh, did some things to upgrade that offensive line during the offseason, and they looked pretty good last week taking on the Saints. Scored 30 points, handled that Saints defensive line pretty well. And don't you know Burrow and Chase are be going to be going after Darren Hall a lot in this game on Sunday. They're going to spotlight him. They're going to attack him. And Darren Hall, get ready to uh, live up to the challenge, buddy, because he's, uh, this combo's coming after you. And you wonder just how much we're going to see out of Dean Pease, who's been known to blitz from every single angle possible, known to man as far as what you can do defensively. Look for Dean Pease to try to come after Joe Burrow get more coming than they can block, and get his butt on the ground before he can find Jamar Chase. And there's your Falcons talk on our Infinity of Gwinnett Drive the Content segment today on the show. Uh, underdogs for the Falcons, six and a half points. Wonder if Mort's going to take that one in his parlay. Man, I tell you what, you start hitting on some parlays, you're making yourself some money. I think Mort's not really putting money on the games, though. It's more of a uh, respect factor with his guys. As we uh, broadcast live here from Bears Best and Swanee, this is my home course here in Metro Atlanta. Now, I wasn't able to get out and play with the guys. A lot of that locker room show went out and teed it up 
as they have now hit the golf course, it's warmed up, uh, the temperature warming up a little bit. Joe Ham had his uh, Georgia Tech hoodie on as he went out to play golf today. Saw Fennerin out there swinging the club, getting ready to go. Fennerin's looking to win this event this year. He was talking about it during one of the commercial breaks uh, earlier this morning. Finn's always looking to win. He must have one of these trophy cases at home for all these golf tournaments that he's been finishing in the top three in here through the years. And uh, I tell you what, uh, the event is just spectacular. It was packed here earlier this morning at Bears Best. And they do a Ian Grimwade uh, does a great job handling these golf tournaments at Bears Best. And if you're considering uh, putting together a charity event or if you have a charity golf tournament event looking for a home, let me refer you to Bears Best here in Swanee. They do an absolute fabulous job hosting these big-time events. We have the Chili Dip open here every year and have had a lot of fun working with them as far as that's concerned. So the boys are out there on the golf course and having some fun. Good for them. All right, the final word today. Want to give the, the, the heads up. Buck Baloo Show is going to be in Flowery Branch on Friday. And you're going to have a chance to uh, come on by the T-Mobile location, 5900 Spout Springs Road in Flowery Branch, right down the street from the Falcons complex. Their base camp, as Quinn used to call it. But uh, that's where we're going to be on Friday. you got a chance to win tickets to see the Bulldogs in Athens, courtesy of T-Mobile and 680 The Fan. I want to invite you to come on out and get registered for your chance to win tickets to an upcoming Georgia Bulldog football game between 10 and 12 on Friday. Now, I'll do the show live from 10 to 11, and from 11 to 12, I'll be sticking around and signing copies of my new book, Inside the Hedges. So if you're in that Flowery Branch area, I want to invite you to come on out and be a winner. It's going to do it for my show today. Great having Charlie Ward on today. Total respect for him and Chris Mortensen, the great job he does. Harper, we appreciate you, man. A lot of chaos going on at some of these events. You did a great job today. Nerney, Gillespie, Derek Thomas back at the studio doing a great job. We appreciate all you guys. We'll do it again tomorrow. Hope you'll join me then. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.